Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys are doing fantastic as always. That's the way I always greet you because that's the message I always want to instill in your life. Positivity. Even when we feel the most depressed. Even when we feel like there's no doors to open or a window to jump through. Let us recall, let us remember where we were 10 years ago, 5 years ago. Are we in a better place now? If we're not, is it because we're down physically? Is it because we're down financially? Or is it because we don't know what to make of what's going on around us and we're down mentally? You see, the importance of work, just doing work, performing work, being content and doing your job, being content and knowing that the duty that is called upon you is being fulfilled is super important. We can't go through life wandering, meandering, and thinking we're going to be happy and content. If you're looking for happiness, if you're looking to be satisfied with your life perpetually, that is impossible. We are moving organisms. We are moving and very complex systems that are part of a bigger system which is society and so that's why I always go back to work you know we can consume media we can consume entertainment we can consume education and trust me that's all part of society we can take something that will benefit us from all of that but as they say too much of anything will make you an addict. But if, to me, there's something that I wouldn't mind those around me being addicts of. It would be work. Because nothing will provide more fulfillment as an individual than the work that is asked of us. It's simple. It's the fact that we're contributing our little grain of salt to what's going on around us. And so once we stomp down our ego and stop looking around to see where we fit in and take on our role that's given to us. And I don't mean by taking on our role Staying in your dead-end job and staying in whatever position someone that you don't respect puts you in. No, our role is relative to where we are in life. Because if others depend on you, you know what your role is. You need to provide. If others are over-dependent on you, you know that part of your role is to teach them how to fish, per se. So, our roles change. As we get older, as we 
hopefully rise in education, rise in character, rise in individual power, our roles begin to change. We, we start by being dependent. And some of us, much younger than others, must grow out of that dependence. And eventually, we'll get to a point where others will depend on us. Not just us depending on us. Meaning, you know, after you get off the tit per se, you will start fending for yourself. You will make some stumbles. You will make, you will have some falls. We all have them. We all fail. We all go back 10 feet. We all go back 10 steps to move forward to eventually, hopefully, we'll make some quantum leaps so that even if we move back some, we've already gotten way ahead of where we were two, three years ago. So, as I've said before, even if our lives are up and down, the ups, hopefully, are much larger and I don't mean more consistently. It's impossible to have large jumps all the time. We can't improve. We can't get better. We can't get rich fast. It's impossible. You've heard the stories. Those get rich people that do it super fast always say the same thing. Those people that get rich super fast, apparently, in the eyes of others, always say the same thing. I've been grinding for years, making no headway, making no progress, until one day everything exploded and these financial windfalls fell on my lap, apparently. But it wasn't. Without a grind. It wasn't without a battle. So don't believe the facade. That you can get rich in a year or two. Maybe you hit the apex. Quickly. But you will be grinding for years. You will be grinding for years. And if you make fast gradual growth. Some part of us. Whether mentally or physically, it's going to take a hit. It's just the way it is. The natural law of things is for progress to be gradual. And it's relative as to how much work we put in, right? If we work out five times a week and try to keep down the sugar intake and try to keep down terrible food... We will make more progress than if we work out twice a week with a relatively terrible diet, right? How much work we put in is the work we pull out. It's physics. It's physics. Ask your physics teacher. They will say the same thing. Work in equals work out. So back to the topic at hand, work. There's nothing that's going to keep you fulfilled, even if you still feel depressed and anxious, 
as fulfilling your role, doing your duty. And if you feel like there's no purpose to it, then you haven't really thought it through and your purpose is not big enough. We feel depressed when we boil everything down to our ego. Why am I feeling this? Why can't I have this? Why must I go through this? If we were to think bigger and say, how can I help such and such family member get through this in their life or get through that in their life? Or how can I help them out financially but make them understand that this is coming from my heart and that I am not to be taken as a free bank. Once we start thinking bigger and in more generous ways, depression moves to the back because we become goal-oriented. We become uh, serviceable to others and we won't be allowed to think of ourselves more than we think of others. It's a simple tactic that I've used all my life. Whenever I feel down, whenever I feel depressed, whenever I feel like I'm not really doing anything worth being applauded, I start thinking of others. And then it puts things into perspective. It makes me understand and accept, yes, I'm just a small cog in the machine. But if I can grease up my parts, if I can just be consistent and make sure that my part in the machine works properly, then I am doing my duty. I am fulfilling my potential. I am doing what I'm supposed to do. And, you know, I'm always ragging and bagging and and ranting against socialists and communists. And it's basically because I feel that as a socialist and a communist, all you really want is for someone to provide for you. And this someone is usually the government. And when we talk about the government providing for you, we're really talking about other people providing for you. Because the government receives their revenue from the people that work and produce and build businesses. So that is why some of us are repelled when we hear these socialist and, God forbid, communist ideas. You're begging... The rest of us to take care of you. Now if you're handicapped. Physically. Mentally. Or emotionally. Because I understand some of us are just. Chemically imbalanced. In the brain. That's understandable. That you ask for help. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you're able bodied. And you're just plain old lazy. No. Get to work. Any work. Any job. Start from the bottom. My dad always told me when I would come to him with these grand ideas and would just lollygag around. You're not going to get a job starting at the top of the food chain, son. 
just start. And he was right. Of course they're right. And the older you grow, the more you realize that your parents weren't saying things to piss you off just to piss you off. They were trying to take care of you the best way they could. They were trying to give you the pointers that they knew worked for them that kept them safe. Whether emotionally, spiritually, or financially. So, listen to your elders. Especially those that you know that love you. They're not trying to piss you off. They're just trying to give you what they feel is the best advice. And I'm not saying to take all their advice. We have to learn to discern what will help us and what will cap us and what will limit us. Because in the end, we have to make our decisions. We have to do the executive things that weigh out the opportunity costs. You know, only we can decide.